It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get fast speeds and the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, ask about enhanced security for safer browsing and more. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to switch today. Restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Paul James Caden and you're listening to The People Under the Stairs. So they came to hear him play, play their minds away. Has politics become a cult unto itself? Has it become the new religion in the eyes of many? Join me and my co-host Stan Wangland as we talk about the Pied Piper Syndrome. Coming up next... Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. This is Stan Wangland, your host, one of your hosts for The People Under the Stairs, and my very favorite co-host in the world, my personal Pied Piper, my little flute-playing maniac, PJ, as his friends call him, or Paul James Caden is off in the heat in the never, never land. Paul, are you there? I'm here, man, and I'm ready to uh, lead many of our followers down a dark and spurious path. <laughs> it is. It is uh, today. And um, for those of uh, you know, for those of you who may not know what the title of the show is, Paul put together a special introduction. Uh, which I think explains, uh, you know, where we're going a little bit with the show. That this is uh, who was the group in the background? It sounded like ABBA to me. Yeah, that is a song called "The Piper" by ABBA. It was. I was right. It was. I love ABBA. <laughs> you real? I I always thought the, the 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 women in ABBA were very extremely handsome women. Since I'm Scandinavian. I always kind of wanted to go away with them on a Viking boat to someplace in Greenland for a very long period of time. I, I just view- always, I just always say as people as as we get older, you know, they were out in the seventies, is to mm-hmm. go go back and revisit some of their uh, their songs. Just the harmonies and the and the vocal range is like unbelievable. Well, see, so you're getting into the musical aspects of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they were good looking. I just thought they were good looking. And I always thought the guys were very handsome and clean cut looking Scandinavian guys. You know, (laughs) they they represented the best. (laughs) So I'm Scandinavian, as people know. This has nothing to do with the show. (laughs) People, if if President Trump and since this is a show that's going to be about politics, if you all want to send me back home (laughs) where my ancestors came from in Germany and Sweden. I will gladly go back to the fjords 
and hang out with uh, the ABBA-esque women. <laughs> That's right. My my good friend uh, Bjork over in Sweden, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, you know. But anyway, uh, all all seriousness aside, as Steve Allen used to say, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm really dating myself with one of my favorites from yesteryear. But uh, all seriousness aside, this is a you know uh, this is a good show that uh, we took a there was quite a bit of uh, examination of what topic we would talk about today, and uh, the you know the people under the stairs we can get into all kinds of things and. Um, Paul, I have to give you credit. I was looking for electrokinesis today. There we go. We'll do that another time because I blow out all the lights in my house. But you came up with the idea today of this Pied Piper syndrome. And as it relates to political parties. And uh, I do have a pipe here that... <laughs> oh, excuse me. I will do that later at the end of the show. That's the Pied Piper. But... Uh, Paul, no kidding around. Why don't you uh, kick this one off? What was your thinking behind this Pied Piper and politics? Because I agree with you. Well, I'm the kind of person that when I, I get something in my craw that I'm interested in, I, I want to talk about it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, real quick, uh, just an announcement how this came about. Uh, 11.59 will, will be ending the, the final episode this week, and then it will be reverting back to the spirit side. A lot of people wanted the spirit side to come back for a while now. And uh, I got a lot of projects going on, so it's better for me to do just one podcast. And I'm going to go kind of where my greatest interests lie and where other things are going to tie in later with the spirit side. Mm-hmm. And the first episode of the spirit side, which will be out, and our producer said he wants to continue to carry it after 1159. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that I... Uh, you know, subject that I came up with is a little 1159-esque, and, and it was the cult of politics, mm-hmm. you know, seeing how so many people follow these political parties and politicians almost like they're the new saviors or the new religion. Mm-hmm. They don't even think, what are these people saying? What are they doing? As, right. As you said, we, you know, we were watching the uh, the latest Trump rally, and You know, when he's saying send them back and there are people looking at one another like, is this right to say? Should we say this? And then once a few do it, more do it, then everybody starts doing it. So it's really like this, uh, this Pied Piper syndrome, like, all right, you know, if it's okay to do it, we'll we'll fall right in line. And, and, And the thing of it is that really baffles my mind is a lot of these people are religious people. They're Christians. They're they're spiritual people. Mm-hmm. And they're out there chanting things like send them back, build that wall, you know, uh, calling Democrats libtards and all this kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if I if I may go into this a little bit more and sure. kind of, go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, if I may play the stand for a moment and suck up all the time. <laughs> Boy, you're getting uh, vicious now, man. <laughs> <laughs> but go for it, man. <laughs> you know, sometime during the show, I'm going to hit Stan with a metal chair because he's really pissing me off. No, no, no hijacking the show, everybody. Hijacking the show. <laughs> no, we're only fooling around. We, we no, I'm not. No, we're not. I'm not kidding. At least here, but no, seriously. Uh, what was I saying? Oh. <laughs> With with the, with the politicians, what a lot of people don't understand, and, and and I mentioned this before on people under the stairs and and other uh, podcasts that I've done, that a lot of these politicians, you know, people think, well, you know, they're being secular, they they or they're just not believing in anything spiritual, but they don't realize how much of a spiritual undertone politics has, and how many of these. People in, in politics belong to these very peculiar secret societies that teach them, you know, all kind of bizarre philosophies. And as I've mentioned before, they they feel they're the lords of the earth, the gods of the, you know, the gods of the universe. They're the ones in control. They have almost a divine destiny to run the world they the way they want it to be run or think they should it should be run according to their philosophy. And when you think about that, and then you look at how many of them have 
the globalist agenda, one world government, one world bank, one world currency. That is none other than these, you know, cabals bringing everything under one umbrella where it is their world now. They literally do control everything, the money, the food supply, the health care, the government. And it's the walls closing in. So there is a very cultic mentality. And these people want nothing more, a lot of them, than for people to behave just the way they're behaving. Blind faith in the political system, almost like communist Russia, our party, our man. Mm -hmm. And like my wife, your niece uh, says, mm -hmm. you know, to the point where some of these guys could go up there and, and, and murder a child in the presence of their followers and, and they would condone it mm -hmm. because they just, they just can't wake themselves up to say, geez, what's going on here? What is this guy really saying? What is he really doing? You know, so there is a very cultic mentality in politics. And I kind of think this whole thing is on purpose, the way people are acting, the way people have been kind of, brainwashed into following these politicians political parties the way that they do and i said in the spirit side that's coming out either later this week or or next week that if you look at a religious cult and then you look at the the way in which the socialists and communists indoctrinate people and break them down to insert their system it's the same thing. It's take away, belittle, take away, undermine the person's values, their old religious beliefs, cause division, uh, whether it be sleep deprivation, food deprivation, until the person cries out, I'll do anything to make this suffering stop, save me. Then the cult leader or the politician of the new party steps in and says, well, we're glad you asked because here's the solution and we're going to make everything better for you. And mm -hmm. it's the same thing, the, the same process, they mirror one another. And if people can't see that, and I hope they do, it's, it's a scary road we're going down. Cause I feel that we're playing right into these people's hands down the road. They want us to go down and it's not a good one. It's not going to end well, no matter how you slice it. And, Again, it's a thing that baffles my mind that there are religious people that think Donald Trump is a, is a man sent from God to save the world and the United States, and some call him the Trump of God. And do you really think that somebody, you know, sent from God is going to behave that way, send them back? And the things that he says, the things that he does, and you're going to follow along with that? I mean, you don't realize that you're being brainwashed by this political cult of personality or call it what you will. It's a dangerous game we're playing and it's, it's not going to end well. And with that, I'm going to toss it over to you to get your, uh, your two cents worth on, uh, on what you think about all this. I think it's classic uh, kinds of things that we call psychology or, or social psychology, the psychology of groups of people as well as individual psychology. And, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to uh, actually my, my older son today, and we were talking about something with uh, one of his shows that he was doing, and I was reminding him, uh, when I was a young kid, uh, one of the things that I did is I worked uh, as a shoe salesman, I worked as a clothing salesman in New York, and whatever, as a very young kid, and I trained under these old Jewish uh, salespeople who were the masters. They could sell anybody anything. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Uh, you know, and uh, it's very similar to the Billy Grahams of the world and the revivalists 
who could sell anything uh, under a Chautauqua tent. It was very similar to uh, the old snake oil salesman who could uh, come in saying, uh, you know, for a dollar. Or even when I was a kid and I would go to Coney Island and there would actually be people who would use shields and somebody would say, uh, hey, we've got these boxes of popcorn and in the box of popcorn. Oh, you know, we have a, they're just a dollar and in the box of popcorn, there's a watch. There's one right now. And somebody would say, yeah, yeah, here's one. And I hope I haven't lost anybody in this. What this is, uh, when you're selling something, you create a sense of urgency. And that's the thing that you want to remember. You want to create a sense of urgency. And how do you do that? What motivates people? Well, what motivates people is power. What motivates people is money. What motivates people is sex. What motivates people is the, you know, the fear. Uh, you know, they want, to, they want to move away from that fear and, and those kind of things. So these guys, uh, politicians, uh, are great with that. Religious leaders are great with that. Cult followers, I mean, cult leaders are, are great with that. And the people who follow them are people who don't have answers. They don't feel that they can individually um, make a difference. They usually don't feel that they can protect themselves, or they feel that they've had enough. They've been marginalized, like Trump's base who will sit there, and you're exactly right, you could see the faces of the people in, in, in this last rally, and they knew goddamn well they were doing wrong. But you see the same faces in a lynch mob. You see the same faces uh, in that crowd in Coney Island, I told you, with people with pure greed, knowing that there's no way you can get an expensive watch in a dollar box of popcorn in a carnival show. But there's a part of them that takes over. And that's what these guys, that's what they bank on. They bank on oversimplifying complex ideas about government, about the way the world operates. They make you, they create a sense of urgency. That's how advertising works, doesn't it? You know, you got to go to the gym because you got to lose some weight. Because if you don't lose some weight, you're not going to get an attractive girl. If you're not going to get an attractive girl, you're not going to get laid. You're not going to get laid, you're not going to get married. You're not going to get married, you're not going to have kids. You're not going to have many kids, nobody's going to take care of you when you get old. You know, I'm just giving you a crazy chain, a daisy chain of events. That's how people work. The caravans are coming. The caravans are coming. What caravan? You know, in, in World War One and World War Two, you know, it was the programs in Russia that, you know, and, and the, the Jewish people are on the banks. That's why we have this happening in Germany. I was watching a thing today on YouTube about uh, 10 interesting stories about soft drinks. It was, you know, really amazing about Coca-Cola and Fanta and RC Cola and everything. Do you know why the original formula of Coca-Cola was changed with the cocaine in it and a caffeine that made it so good because black people in the South drank a ton of Coca-Cola because they, the bottled Coca-Cola and they couldn't go into the, the drug stores that were populated by the whites during the segregation aging and get, you know, regular the Coca-Cola from the fountain thing. And white people were afraid that this Coca-Cola that made the black people feel so great and made them feel really good because of the cocaine and caffeine in it. They were afraid that the, 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 the black people were going to feel too good and kill them when they were sleeping. So they changed the formula. Oh, boy. I'm not making that up. Now, that's how you can oversimplify and have what you call a confirmation bias and say, see, see, there's that black guy right now and he's got a Coca-Cola. So... You can do it with anybody. My God Almighty, the, the, you know, the Catholic Church started that uh, you know, as soon as they became empowered almost 2,000 years ago. What's, how do they create a sense of urgency? You don't believe in what Christ says. You know? What does it say in the New Testament that you're going to be in Gehenna? It doesn't say you're going to burn in all these elaborate tortures in hell, does it? No. It doesn't say that anywhere. But they make up something and that says, hey, you're going to burn in hell. You're going to do this. As a matter of fact, when we have the Inquisition and we torture the shit out of you and we burn you at the stake, we're doing you a favor because we're only burning you once right now, right? And you won't have to burn forevermore. So that's how people become Pied Pipers for craziness. And the extra special trick is if you get a charismatic person like a Hitler 
like a Louis, uh, like a Huey Long in, in our country. People may, may not even know who that is, or a McCarthy, or a certain you know presidential candidate. It could be President Trump, or it could be somebody else, or it could be somebody in, you know a Mussolini in another country, or some leader in Japan or China throughout history. If you get that special type of character, charismatic person, then people like it even better because it makes even for more of an oversimplification and they give up their individual autonomy for one person. They believe in one person and that person becomes the Pied Piper, right? And when the Pied Piper makes a couple of correct, correct, you know, correct predictions, then that's a confirmation bias. They're saying, see, he's right. He, he, that, that Trump is right. He, he is right. The, the economy is doing better. It's doing better? Yeah. Look again, man. The House of Cards is ready to fall uh, with all those things. You're giving up you know, laws and different things like that, and people get into these camps. So it's not a, it's not a big, it's not a big uh, step, a giant step to go from cults and religion or cults and science to cults and politics or any other kind of cult. It's, it's just substituting. It's, it's, it's just the group of people that you have a common interest with. And you know, it's, it's funny because it, it, it's always baffled my mind. And I've, I've been saying that a lot in this show, baffling because I'm, I'm, I'm baffled apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you know, how do people watch this stuff, listen to this stuff, and, and they, they can't hear their own conscience to say this is wrong? You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we talked about it on one of the other podcasts about the, um, the experiment, I don't remember the name, where they drew two lines of each length on a blackboard. Oh, sure. Yes, 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 yes. Which, uh, what, you know, or which line is longer? And everybody said, well, they're the same size. And they had a plant in the room who said, no, no, you're wrong. Line number mm-hmm. two is longer. And he got a large number of the people in the room to say, yes, line number two is actually longer, even though they can plainly see the lines are the same size. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do people deny their own reasoning ability to, to know that these things are wrong? They have defense mechanisms, and you named the, one of the chief ones. It's denial. It's whistling in the dark. You know, you remember when you, you did you ever see the movie uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Uh-huh. Remember that movie when the guys were following him? And they were scared? And Paul Newman kept saying to uh, Robert Redford, hey, I think we lost those guys. You think we lost those guys? I think we lost them. You think we lost those guys? And he said, yeah, 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 I think we lost them. You know, people do that all the time when they go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, you may have a heart condition. You may have cancer. Oh, no, 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 it's not going to be that. And when the information is staring you straight in the face, it, denial keeps us from being anxious, from being fearful, from being dysfunctional. The other one is what we see with uh, the Republicans, what they're doing in the, the, in the Trump uh, base. They're rationalizing stuff which is clearly wrong. They did that in World War II for Mussolini, or they do it with Hitler, or you'll do it with somebody else. And say, people in World War II used to say, yeah, he's a terrible person and what he's doing to the Jews and what he's taking away freedom in the country and burning books. Long before there were concentration camps, Hitler was burning books. Famous night of the fires, the night of the knives, the crystal knocked, all those things that he did is horrible. They were slow things. Then he did, and people said, but the trains are running on time. <laughs> yep. There's no uh, there's no there's no unemployment. You know, we're powerful again. People are listening to us. And what do people say now? The same thing. My 401k is doing good. Really? Yeah. I, I know I know a lot of people that are saying that very thing. And- it is. It's it's amazing. It's amazing what people will talk themselves into, and you know, I, I've always done it, and I've known other people that do it. That when when they're in a bad situation, or they know something isn't right, they leave. I, I've done that all my life. I remember mm-hmm. classic case toward the end of the 1990s. I stopped hanging out with a certain group of my friends because all right. they wanted to was drink and drink. And uh, this one friend of mine, I, I still seen him once in a while, and he v- invited me to hang out with this new friend. Who's, I'll, I'll just say his name was Clint. 
go come over to Clint's house. He's a great guy. You're gonna you're gonna love Clint. So I went with him over to Clint's house and they were drinking and smoking a little weed, you know. Uh mm-hmm. I wasn't. And suddenly Clint uh gets up in the you know in the middle of the room and starts, you know, throwing around a whole lot of racial stuff about, you know, mm-hmm. Ricans and blacks and everybody's kind of getting hyped on it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told my buddy that invited me, I was like, this this is the guy you think is so awesome. This this doesn't look like it's going to go so well, man. I'm going to get out of here. You want to go? Oh, no, no, no. He's fine. So I left. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I, I found out later on that Clint <laughs> talked these guys, four or five guys, into going out and starting a fight with a bunch of black guys mm-hmm. on the, the black side of town. Half of them got their asses kicked. The other half went to jail. Mm-hmm. Why? And, and again, I just had to ask the question, how can you be that stupid that you're going to sit there and listen to somebody say this, but but yet you convince yourself that he's so damn great, you're going to go out there and, and get, uh, you know, 10 stitches in the side of your eye and spend the night in jail. Absolutely. To me, that that's like insane. It's crazy. Well, it's how people rationalize things. Did you ever see, uh, I, I can remember sometimes going out on a Friday or Saturday night. Uh, one of the things that I never liked to do is I never liked to waste my weekends when I was a young guy or, or a young single guy or whatever. I never liked to go out with a big crowd of guys. Uh, every once in a while I would do that with my friends, but I didn't like to make that a standard thing where you hung out with the guys all the time. I always uh-huh. had a girlfriend or I would go out one-on-one with somebody. Uh, I, I didn't like that. I thought it was weird. And you, you it, it actually, to me, it, it, and I see that now with, with, uh, with certain times with, with people, guys turned themselves into like a pack of losers because they kept rationalizing that, well, they were alone at a bar, you know, uh, and I don't mean alone with one another, but where they didn't have any female companionship or anything going on and they were at a bar out and getting, you know, pie-eyed with booze. They kept trying to convince themselves and everybody else what a great time they were having. And actually, they weren't. It was more like the, you know, the, uh, the movie Marty and the play Marty by Patty Chayefsky, a very famous play with Rod Steiger. And then the movie, which won the Academy Award for uh, with Ernest Borgnine. And people said, what the hell am I bringing that up? Watch it sometime. Because uh, the classic line in that, I was used to kid around with my good buddy, John Linshock, is, what do you want to do tonight, Ar- uh, Marty? Where do you want to go? You want to go to the movies? You want to go to the bar? You want to go to the Rose Lamb? It's the same thing that, 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 that they did all the time. So it was rationalization. You know, rationalization. You say, how can they do that? And, you know, it's like when you see somebody in a drug program or as a therapist and you're working with somebody, you say, you know, these are some things you have to consider you might be doing wrong. And then somebody says, yeah, but. Once you're saying, yeah, but, you're not dealing with the issue at hand. And every therapist knows that if I say, hey, Paul, you know, you're, you're drinking three, six packs a day. That's, you know, that's going to lead to alcohol. Yeah, but I'm a big guy and I can handle, you know, see the yeah, but there. Yeah. Yeah, but and that's what these guys do. But what about Hillary? What about Obama? One thing has nothing to do with the other. If you went to marital therapy and you, st- you know, and, and my wife and I were fighting about something that happened today and I brought up what happened last week. The first thing a good therapist would tell me and say, look, that may come into some discussion at some point in time. We're talking about today. This incident. We're not talking about what you did last week. We're talking about today. Present, the here and now. And these Pied Pipers get away from the here and now. They get they create this sense of urgency that I you know, was, was saying about. And then they get you into denying reality. And they get you into rationalizing things and confirming stuff that doesn't exist, you know, you know, or, or confirming things that do exist that lead in the direction where they want to lead you. It's like with UFOs. Some people are seeing the planet Venus and you can't convince them that uh, it's the planet Venus. And then on the other hand, some people are getting information from an astronaut like uh, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, who's saying, hey, I have really credible evidence from world leaders that there are extraterrestrials. We have, you know, we've been visited. And the facts are in. And you can't believe them. You, you have to put the yeah, but in there. You, you know what I'm trying to say to you? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, I, I hear you. I definitely hear you. And and that's what people are doing now, and they're doing it for another reason. And you, and you'll find it, and you would know as as good as anybody, uh, or like a person like me as a psychologist, you would deal with a lot of people on spiritual levels, readings, people that want comfort. You have people in the world who've been so marginalized when there's so many advances in science and so many things that should be going right for people, and you have people who are being left behind and ridiculed and ignored and left to their own devices. And, you know, you know uh, when we're talking politics, you, you have to feel sorry for Trump's base because they were left behind by both parties. They got it stuck right up their ass, and he came in and said, you're important. I love you, baby. Isn't that how a pimp gets a prostitute to work? I love you, baby. It is. And, and you know, when you say marginalized, I, I think a lot of people don't stop to realize either that if they have their way and, and they fall for these political Pied Pipers, they're going to do the same thing to other people that they had done to them. Now I'm going to marginalize you. You're going to be the loser. You're going to be the outcast. You know, Mm -hmm. how many, how many people that say, again, the religious, they're Christian and they, they want to get these politicians in there who say that they're, you know, Christians and they go to church every Sunday, but Mm -hmm. then the first, you know, and they sit there and say, Oh, they're taking away all the Christian values in America. We got to, we got to change this. We're being marginalized. But then when you hear them talk, the first thing they want to do when they get in office is take everybody else's rights away. You can't buy these kind of books. There won't be these kind of movies. We're going to pass legislation against that. You Absolutely. can't do that. You know, it, when do people, again, stop and use some common sense and say, hey, if if we're going to be Christian, if we're going to be spiritual, if we're going to bring spiritual values back to our country, we have to think about everybody. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. You know, Jesus said, love your brother as yourself and and love those. You know, if you're good to those that, that are good to you, then then what credit is that? Even the mm-hmm. heathens do you know, you're supposed to show the love and the uh, the goodness to, to all mankind, mm-hmm. but nobody, nobody stops to do that. It's me and my party and my religion and my philosophy, and mm-hmm. everybody else can, can be hurt, have their rights taken away, be thrown in jail if they don't follow our rules and our way, and nobody stops to think, what well, I want that done to me. Well, that's because people, most people don't, uh, they're not trained to understand how they function as a human being. And I'm being really serious. Uh, If you have a health problem, uh, you know, uh, I just had this thing with my kidneys, or you could have a heart problem, or you could have diabetes or something. You'll see people who all of a sudden, when when someone's ready to cut their feet off because they have diabetic infections, they certainly get an understanding of what good dietary habits are and what good health is like or what proper exercise is like. You know what I'm trying to say? You have Mm -hmm. to, unless you want to lose your hands or feet. Or, or have a, a major problem. And when it comes to the way that people behave, I've said this my entire career, and even as a psychologist myself, I've, I've done the same thing. I, I haven't used the very principles of psychology many times. And, I, you know, I, I didn't sit and analyze my behavior, or I shouldn't say analyze, just just be mindful of it and, and everything else. That's why when, you know, with, with the spiritual side of things, like when I have my show Mind, Body, and Spirit, or you're doing your shows, one of the important things is mindfulness, uh, you know, to, to know uh, what motivates you, uh, how you're feeling, how you're perceiving the world and things like that. What you're really doing is just a, a, a check on, on how you're thinking, how you're feeling, 
and how you're doing. And that's a model in psychology. It's called the thinking, feeling, doing model. You know, when you are responding on just feelings alone, and that's what cult people usually respond on, just their feeling. I feel afraid. I feel better when, you, when you're kicking their ass. I feel better when these people aren't around. I don't like that black kid walking down the block with his pants hanging off his ass. He's not doing anything, but I don't like him. He makes me feel uncomfortable because that's not what white people do. That's not what people do. Mm-hmm. I don't like these foreigners. and I don't like these people from Asia in these stores and all this Asian food. I want American food in there. And you really hear people talking like that. I know. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Nothing. If somebody has a different dress code or a different way of dressing or a different way of eating or that's, I mean, you know, if that makes you feel uncomfortable, which it could, that's a normal thing because it's different and people don't like things that are different. Then you need to sit down and say, hey, what's going on here? Let me analyze my thinking. Am I, you know, is this, is this right? I mean, it's doing a reality check. These people do a reality check because they're not functioning on that mode. They're functioning on an emotional mode and they're certainly not functioning on a behavioral mode. If, if, if think of it, if a parent functioned on a purely emotional mode, then they'd be beating the shit out of their kids all day long when they're small. And that's what some parents do. They kick their ass all day long or say terrible things to them. Because they're not thinking about how they're behaving. They don't, they're not thinking about how to be a parent. They're parenting by feeling. And they're not saying, well, I'd like to choke the shit out of him. And that, yeah, because he's aggravating. He's doing a lot of bad things. He's a pain in the ass. He's had me up for four days. And it's normal to feel upset. But you should be able to control your behavior as a rational adult. And say, well, I'm not going to hit a kid. That's, their, that's what kids do. And isn't that the... Uh... I think a lot of people don't stop to think either. Isn't that the way of all the religions, whether it's Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, Sufism? They they all talk about disciplining the mind. There, there's the mind that that operates on pure emotion and instinct, which they call the carnal mind, the mind of the world, the natural mind. Right. And then there's the spiritual mind, which is more disciplined. It thinks before it acts. Mm-hmm. It weighs out. It weighs out the consequences, you know, what happens if I do this, you know, the reaction to the action. And yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. And even religious people, we, we see what they're doing. They're standing around chanting, uh, send them back and following the Pied Piper without even thinking. Is it wrong? What will the consequences be? Who could possibly get hurt or even killed by doing this? It's it, it's not a spiritual path, folks. This this is well, uh, the natural mind, the uh, the carnal mind that will lead you into uh, all kind of trouble. Pipe pipe pipers are like uh, shyster lawyers. You know, it's it's why so many people uh, you, you'll see so many people when they become non-religious. I'll give you an example. What could possibly, I always say this to my wife, who's an atheist, I'll say, what possibly could offend you about the Ten Commandments? What? I mean, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to, uh, you know, believe in God with all you, or, we're, you know, or honor God, you know, above all, take that one out. What code of justice do you know that, or what sensible behavior, do, do, or what sensible person, or what what code of conduct would not include you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't murder, you shouldn't lie, you shouldn't covet other people's goods, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree just by common sense? Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, in secular laws, they do the same thing. But, but you'll see people, people will play, people when they start uh, perverting religion, that old thing, that, that, that one quote that I love is where I was leading with this. The only problem with Christianity is that nobody's ever tried it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that it isn't outlined there. I don't know. I, I, I'm not familiar like you are with the Koran or other uh, or other, you know, religious or, or uh, spiritual uh, teachings to the extent that you are. But I know as soon as the teaching becomes 
very beautiful but very profound and stops us from acting on lust, greed, and anger. Those three things in particular, we start looking for a lawyer. We start cutting deals with God, right? If it says, if one of the Ten Commandments says, you know, you shall not commit adultery, well, when you're a teenager uh, or, or a single person uh, or, or whatever, you're a human being also and you want to get laid, right? So you say, that, that one doesn't count. Right. That, that, that adultery one, I'm not forcing anybody. I'm not raping anybody. I'm not, right? Everybody does. And you say, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to the ACLU of religion to uh, get, get an exemption on this one. And I think that's how it works. People st- with, with Pied Pipers, people start cutting deals with what the philosophy is or what the religion is or what the code is. And they start making their own interpretations for shit, just like crooked lawyers do. Yeah, you, you, you can't possibly, I think, read the words of Christ and then look at some of these religions and how this pseudo-political, uh, you know, religious political system is, is moving forward with itself. And I always say there's the difference between knowing God and knowing about God, like you said, when it becomes something real, something beautiful, something profound, it's much different much different than the people and again it's it's pied piper looking for the piper to follow well i'm not going to do the research myself i'm not going to do the work myself i'm going to go to this building and let this priest or this pastor or this imam or this televangelist tell me how i should believe and how i should behave and there again when, when do we get away from the pipers and start actually doing a little footwork ourselves and saying who am i who should I be? How should I behave? What is my responsibility as a human being, as a mm-hmm. citizen on Earth, as a, a spiritual person? Nobody yeah, I, I, does that. I'm sorry. Very, very few do that. It's 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 tell me about God, what I think I need to know, rather than knowing. And politics and religion, flag waving, all those things—they're all in the same boat. They're things that people are highly emotional about. They have very strong feelings because of another thing that I talk about all the time, and it's called cognitive dissonance. It means you're taught in your culture to say certain things, and you say them in front of lots of other people. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, our Father who art in heaven, Baruch Kator Aluheinu, if you're, if you're Jewish, whatever. I don't know what a, what a Muslim person would say. Um, you know, and it goes on and on and on. The more you say those things in front of other people, the more you believe them. You have an attitude shift. So you become very, very uncomfortable when somebody challenges those or somebody says something different. Uh, you know, so, you know, Bishop Sheen, the famous uh, guy, a bishop from the Catholic Church who had the most popular show on television in the 50s, he knocked the famous comedian, Milton Berle, Right off the airways, he said, give me a kid when they're seven. I'll give you a Roman Catholic for life by the time they're 12. Oh. And he, he would, that was his thing. He was a great educator. Bishop Fulton J. Sheen, check him out. It could be Karl Marx. It could be Mao Zedong in his little red book. It could be, um, you know, Jimmy Carter with uh, something he's written on Habitat for Humanity, or it could be the art of the deal. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, if uh, you start reading it, if you start, you know, looking at it and you start repeating it in front of other people, then you're going to have a tendency to have that really ingrained in your head. And, you know, it's a funny thing. Uh, I, saw, I love to read the writings of St. Francis. I'm not a Roman Catholic, I, but I love Francis of Assisi. And uh, I was saying the other other day, I was reading something from him, and it was so beautiful because I was also reading work from the great existential philosopher, uh, Victor Frankl, and they're so similar. And somebody said to St. Francis, they said, how can God allow all this evil? How can he do this? And blah, blah, blah. And, and only a, a, a pure intellect like St. Francis, somebody filled with love and joy and clarity of thought. He said something that I'll never forget. I read this just a while ago, and, and that'll be my new mantra. He said, 
We are God's hands. We are God's hands. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. It's not God who's doing evil things with his hands. He's reminding us that we are God's hands. And it's just simple. It's pure. It's well thought out. And uh, it's, it's not given to you by a Pied Piper. It's, it's given to you by where you could see that in the New Testament. You could see that in other philosophies. You could see that in science. You can see that all over the place. You know, you don't need a Pied Piper for things like that. Oh. I don't know how you feel about that statement, but if that one we are God's hands, I, I think it's absolutely profound. Oh, it's true. You know, uh, many times uh, mankind sits back and makes a big mess out of things and then sits back and says, well, why did God allow this to happen? Well, mm-hmm. you set you set the uh, the dominoes falling, you know, the or the house of cards collapsing by what you did or what you're doing. And then you're going to sit back and say, why? Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very interesting to me, as we said, people will talk themselves into following somebody doing anything and then when it all goes wrong they say why did this happen why was i lied to how how could this have gone wrong why did god let this happen no you made that decision and now you know you reap what you sell man so be careful well think of we- the pied pipe think of the pied pipers of politics use a similar statement and say we are the founding fathers because every day it's like being a founding father in government. Every day you have to be vigilant for the law of the land. You have to be vigilant to have a democracy. You have to have a vigil. You have to be vigilant to, to ensure that everybody's rights are followed. That everybody gets treated fairly under the law. You know, everybody's not equal. People are not equal in intelligence. People are not intellectual, you know, um, equal in physical attributes. But people under the law, people, you know, in our system of government, our our founding fathers wanted them to be they're equal. So it's it's the same thing. When we deny people, it's like saying, you know, we are God's hand. You know, we are our country's hands, the leaders, the people, the citizenry. So when you when you allow Pied Pipers to take over, you're you're giving up your rights. All, all these people are screaming about flags and taking a knee during game. Everybody is given their life for the country, for your right to be an individual and, and for you to sit and be a good citizen and know what you're supposed to be doing. When you've given that up to a Donald Trump or a President Obama or George Bush or whoever it is, no, you can vote for somebody and support them. But when they're wrong, you're supposed to, as a good citizen, say that's that's not what the Constitution says. That's not what the law says. But people don't. And and I and I hope you know we're we're getting toward the end of this show and I just yep. wanna say that I, I hope people listen to some of the things that we said. And one thing I want to put on the table before we go is you know, I myself am a certified hypnotist. I could do hypnotherapy and all that sort of thing. And the guy that I was certified through is a hypnotist. He, he began in the 1970s. His name was Wayne F. Perkins. And when I took the course, I, I had a, a rather lengthy conversation with him on the phone uh, one time. And we were, we were talking just about this. We were talking about politicians. We were talking about uh, advertisers, you know, commercials you see on TV televangelists, religion, you know, religious people. And he said, you know, you would be absolutely surprised how many politicians, priests, advertisers out there and, you know, the, the different industries and companies, uh, the television personality, you know, ministers, how many of these people all come to hypnosis seminars to learn the techniques of hypnosis or waking hypnosis, how to control somebody's thoughts or get them to do something you want them to do through suggestion. Absolutely. He said they come come in droves. If there is a seminar that talks about this, the place is mostly filled with 
politicians and religious leaders and, and uh, advertisers. That is absolutely true. And uh, in psychology, uh, when you're taught, you know, if you're going to be taught the practice of hypnosis, there's actually a, a little instrument called the gullibility index. And uh, that's one to see how gullible people are. Not, that's not in a bad way, just to see who's gullible. But lighting, what you look like, appearance. Uh, you can see this years ago when they used to have car commercials. They always used to have guys coming out with a clipboard, a white coat, and glasses for German engineering, right? Right. It's classical yep. condition, conditioning. Sometimes it's subliminal stimulation. There's all kinds of things. Lighting, uh, you know, lights, action, camera. It's the same way when people say, I don't like this film in color. I like it in black and white. Those are the same principles. Uh, music, tone. Um, as a matter of fact, I hate to keep bringing Hitler up, but the famous, um, uh, the famous filmmaker, and you can see it. Uh, I forget her name. Jesus, I kicked myself in the ass for that. But she's world famous uh, for doing the films of Hitler before World War II, where all the rallies are shown and the buildings and the Stark and the Nazi flags and all the people marching but with you know torchlight and everything else like that. I'm sure you've seen these things before. Uh -huh. These mesmerized people. When I, when I mentioned Bishop Sheen, uh, you can Google uh, Fulton J. Sheen. Look at him. He was a cardinal. He came out with a red hat on and this beautiful black cloak. He looked like Frank Langella, the guy who played uh -huh. Dracula. He had piercing black eyes, and he used a blackboard, and he, he'd wave his hand. And, Holy shit. <laughs> it was the most popular show in America. People were watching the Bishop Sheen. They were Jewish. They were Protestant. They were Catholic. They loved him. The women were swooning with him. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So yeah, I, that's a very good point. That's a good point that you made, that hypnotic, that mood, that... Um, Classical conditioning. Yeah, and I and I want I wanted to tie it in there that you know these people know and bank on sad as it sounds they bank on that you're stupid and you're a follower you can't think for yourself so they have to make the decisions for you that is a big philosophy in politics and big sure. religion and they know this. They, and they know there's a lot of people draw two lines of equal size, which one is longer. If we get a plant in there that says one is longer, many will start to agree. They, they, they bank on most people having that mentality. That's and right. these people, these people that you're following, they call themselves Christians or Christian politicians. They're going to save the country. They're going to save America. They're going to save the world. Think, think, think about when they're, they're studying thought manipulation, behavior manipulation, uh, even occult practices to control the way people think and act. And then come back and tell me that this jackass is the Trump of God that's going to save the country. I think not. He's a Pied Piper, just like the rest of them. And people need to wake up. That's true. <clears throat> well, before we put everybody to sleep, I enjoyed this show thoroughly. It has a lot cooking with it. It's not a show that I feel is about religion. It just happens to be religion tying in with politics. It could be with anything. And by the way, these same principles with pipe piping, I wanted to kick in there. Uh, there's a tremendous 
secular movement in the 20th, the latter part of the 20th century, and the, of course the 21st century, to make people who do have spiritual or religious beliefs feel like they're Neanderthals or uh, you know delusional or things like that. And I personally resent that. Uh, I'm a highly uh, skilled and highly trained scientist and a practicing uh, clinician and, a, and so on and so forth. I have no problem. I just been doing a show tomorrow, which is very interesting on the, a similar topic like this. And I have no problem, rec- you know, reconciling, um, you know, religious beliefs and science, tolerating other religions, all that kind of stuff. I certainly am not Neanderthal. I'm certainly not looking to deprive anybody of anything. I can certainly have a rational discussion on a philosophical, on a theological basis about religion, and on a faith-based thing. And so can a million other people. I shouldn't be, uh, you know, looked at like I'm, uh, you know, uh, some kind of foolish. Uh, person or, you know, some type of somebody believing in a genie or anything else like that. No, that, that's not that's not the belief system. So my point being is just just as, as you have religious people giving the high hard one and a hard time to people who are not, uh, you know, of their religious persuasion, you have other people putting a lot of pressure to bear on people who do have legitimate and uh, thoughtful religious belief. And it ain't right. No, and, and, and that's one of the things, If, as we said in the beginning, if you look, if you look at the way in which socialism and communism infiltrates a country or a society, one of the key pillars that they take away is the religious faith of the people. They make it look very silly. Oh, you know, look, look at Lenin. Look at, look at communist Russia. Oh, you know, how stupid. That is, you have faith in the government, have have faith in the state, because because they know, and you can research this and study it out for yourself. They know that a deep spiritual faith is more apt, for the most part, to make people make better moral decisions and think more independently outside of the, the system, the government, the state. And they know it's a strength, and it's a strength that they want to take away. So nobody thinks for themselves, has strong moral opinion, stands against the things that they might introduce or bring in to the new society or the new country, the new government. And that's truth. Like I said, you can study that for yourself and find that it's, it's one, of, uh, one of the things that they attack very quickly. Get rid of the religion. Get rid of the to the people. Well, we live in a democracy now, though, and I would challenge that in saying that uh, that our democracy right now, with the exception of uh, of a base of the Tea Party, our democracy right now tries to do the same thing. It's because it's a it's a competing cult. It's a competing system. Well, most of the people and what they yeah. don't understand either, and I, I don't know if, if you do or some of the people listening, but. You hear a lot of people, you know, Republicans and Democrats say, well, my, my ideas are progressive. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean what it used to mean. Like, hey, I'm just a progressive thinker. I'm a little bit thinking ahead, something new, something fresh. No, when somebody says I'm a progressive now or I'm a liberal now, it doesn't mean what it used to mean. It means now someone who does lean heavily toward the social, the socialism platform well you know this could be this could be another show because i think if christ walked the face of the earth right now this should be on your spiritual show maybe not maybe not on uh, the people under the stairs he would be a a a socialist of the first order uh he certainly uh, you know by my interpretation of it i i think that i think that all these titles that when people bandy them about and say you know like you know communism socialism those things don't exist anymore in their original formats. Uh, I don't know where they ever existed. Uh, you know, they existed in theory, and then people got a hold of them, made systems, and called them that. Uh, it's like our founding fathers. Our founding fathers want, wanted absolute separation of church and state. They didn't want. Many of the founding fathers were completely non-religious, like Thomas Jefferson and other people. They didn't want any religion. They were Renaissance people. They didn't want any a part of religion. They didn't want to stop people from practicing it, but they didn't want religion interfering with things, with the government. 
you know, so uh, it's uh, it, it'll be an interesting discussion, you know, at another time because we're at 54 minutes. Yeah, I just saw that. But that's OK. <laughs> I, you know, uh, you know, the uh, this uh, I think was a very good show. We, we raised a lot of things. And by the way, for those of you who are interested to see how this plays out in the 21st century, and it's a coincidence, listen to my show on Monday uh, about millennials becoming priests and nuns. Been in decline for the past 50 years, and it's starting to increase dramatically, only in the Roman Catholic area, though. Why? Because they want to be protected by the control of the church, the ritual, but this is what they're, this is what they're loving. All the things we're talking about here, they, they're, by their own admission, they're loving even the idea of celibacy. They're loving papal infallibility. They're loving the retirement program from the mighty Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, and, and there you go. And you don't necessarily have to believe in it. Let's just head, you know, go there so we can. Uh, you got it, the, baby. It's another corporation. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The same Absolutely. way it was in, when when feudalism was was dying. Where where would you send your where would you, if you were lucky where would you could you send your kid send send your daughter to a nunnery? You've seen the movie Ashless, uh, Angela's Ashes or read the book, right? About growing up in Ireland. What did the what did the poor Irish want? They if their kid could get get in the priesthood, it was everything. He was set. He had three hots and a cot, lived in a beautiful place. Man, oh man, there's a lot of Pied Pipers out there, aren't there, Paul? There are, you know, and people don't realize that Jesus said, when he comes again, well, he found faith upon the earth, brothers and sisters. Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> hallelujah, man. But listen, we're at 56 minutes. Uh, Paul, you got any shows that you want to, or closing thoughts or things you want to promote? Uh, just closing thoughts, last two episodes of 1159 coming this week and uh, next week on this, uh, what the hell you call it, network, <laughs> mm -hmm. it will be uh, the spirit side. And again, the first episode will be the cult of politics, which I kind of delve more into that uh, cultic um, kind of secret society mentality that many of the politicians have i'm sure it will be a, a controversial show for some others will agree but hey i think it's a good show i recorded it today it will be out next week so keep an eye in and ear out hey wonderful and this is stan wanglin if you like the kind of drivel i'm spinning out here <laughs> <laughs> you can catch a whole bunch more of my stuff on just thinking with stan wanglin and i'll tell you i'm way over 100 shows on there because i do your daily awakening which is really a wonderful show that people are loving but uh, i'll be hitting this week my 100th episode on just thinking and there's a special prize uh for the uh, person who emails me um, with the best reason of why you love the show, I'm going to have Paul call you up wherever you are in the world and do a reading for you, and I'll pay for it. How's and, and I have a special prize. If I get to call them up, I will send them a dollar box of popcorn with a watch in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious. If you, it, it's, you, you write into S. Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com, for the 100th episode, whatever that is, and if you are the winner, and we will pick a winner, well, I, we can announce it on this show, and uh, I will pay for your reading with Paul. There that you go. sound good, Paul? They can get the yeah. free reading from you? I mean, it'll be yeah. free to them, but I'll pay for it. If somebody's interested, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly do it. Yeah. It's it's all positive stuff. It's, it's God, it's angels, it's love, it's light, it's... And it doesn't necessarily have to be a reading. Like I said, I, I do spiritual counseling and just kind of talk to people if they're having a hard time or something's bothering them and, you know, give them a few strategies or a little hope to get beyond that depression or that angst. So, hey, Paul, this is the Paul, this is the gift from my show. This is not your gift. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, folks, this is for a reading. This isn't for you to fall in love with Paul or do, you do whatever you want to do with Paul. This is. You, on the hundredth show, you write me that email. I'm I'm pounding my fist down as a socialist communist. 
Uh, you write in, and I will announce it on this show. Now, if nobody writes in, then there won't be any winners. What can I tell you? <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, Paul will do that gonna... reading for you. We'll make arrangements to have you, uh, you know, uh, do a reading with Paul, and I will pick up his big friggin' tab. And he's expensive, folks. He's pretty darn expensive. And uh, check out my show, Just Thinking, and uh, your, your Daily Awakening. And uh, I have to say that uh, I did speak to my producer today. And for the past six weeks, we have been breaking one uh, audience particip participation record. You know how many people are listening to the show? Week after week, it's very dramatic differences. Every week, just pounding out there. It was just a huge week last week. And really, thank you, folks, uh, yeah, as well as this show. Very well received. So we love you. I'm not sending you back to where you came from. Or if you hate me or you're mad at me for this show and you say, hey, I think you're a little bit of a commie socialist uh, right winger, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that you got to go back to where you belong. I want you to stay here with me because I love you. And so does Paul. No kidding around. You're a wonderful audience. And if Stan has offended anybody in any way, hop on over to my show. I'd love to be your piper and lead you down. <laughs> God knows where. Yeah, if I've offended you in any way, I'll give you my wife's email. She'll she'll chime in with you. <laughs> I'm always pissing her off or somebody else for, for no reason. With that, I think we're going to say so long for now because we're at one hour and one minute. Oh, are we in trouble? And I wasn't right. even spooky today. And neither were you, Paul. No, we were, uh, I don't know what we were. <laughs> I want to get sent back to the women with ABBA. There you go. All right, folks, we'll catch you next time on The People Under the Stairs. And we'll be spookier. I Well, I won't be, but Paul will be. Bye-bye now. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.